try again. There we go. Okay, guys. <laughs> Sorry about that. Welcome to Liberty All Day. This is Letty Lou. Today, we are hitting episode 50. Oh my god, I can't believe it's been 50. It's taken a little over two years to get here, but that's okay. You know, we're, we're doing what we can. It is currently Thursday, April 6th of 2023. And today we're talking about being situationally aware, you guys. Um, I've recently started a six-day situational awareness challenge. Um, there's this brand of clothes that I really love called Liberty Bell. And Michelle, the woman who owns it, has started a Be Your Own Hero challenge. It's just for, for women. And it's 60 days where we the people who are involved in it um, are focused on increasing their situational awareness. And there are these little mini challenges that are going to happen each week. We are on week one right now. So it's awesome. And uh, there's about 50 or so women um, across the country who've joined it. And we're sharing our experiences with each other, the the highs and the lows, the frustrations that we have, um, some of the problems that we're noticing, especially up here where it's, Still kind of winter, but it's trying to become spring. I think we're supposed to hit 70 next week. Um, winter has made things very difficult in terms of being situationally aware out here. So, I mean, we, we take what we can, right? Now, as I've been making sure I'm more aware of my surroundings, I'm also taking stock of what I currently do to keep myself safe and out of the eyes of others. So two weeks ago, we added a second curtain rod with sheer curtains to our front window. And we had this huge window in our front living room and it faces the street. Um, so you can see in, like if I, when I would be used to walk home from the grocery store, I'd walk out the grocery store and I could see right inside the big front window. Not the best thing. So we now have shears and you, you can't see in really. You can slightly see like the plants that I've got right there. But we can see out, which is awesome. Uh, the second project that we're going to be doing with that window is I'm going to get some like prickly bushes to put in the front. I've got, I've got two red raspberries like in the middle of the front of our house and a blackberry. I'm going to get one more blackberry for the other side of the house and then a couple small prickly bushes to put in front of that window and then the window in our dining area, which is not as large. So it, we've already made a big difference by having the set of shears. Um, for the year and a half we've been here in the little red house, everything that happens out that window has caught my eye. So it could be a car, a truck driving by, someone walking, just garbage like coming down the road that's being blown out of the parking lot across the street. Um, one day before we actually put the shears up, I caught one of our neighbors actually kind of like peering in the window. He was not expecting me to be looking outside at that point when I caught his movement. Like it was just one of those things I was... I think I was I was feeding the baby and I was looking down at him because he had just fallen asleep. So I was wrapping him up and I see something and I look and I turn and we made eye contact. Uh, he immediately picked up the face and just went right home. And I haven't seen him loitering around since, which has been awesome. But I can still see what's going on out there, even though the people outside can't see what I'm doing, which is awesome. Now... It's just me and the boys when we go out during the week because Swatch is working. And I found myself regularly having my blinders on as we'd be going out because I was trying to get the kids in and out of the truck. It's cold. I'm cold. 
especially when we're here where we've got a carport outside and the wind comes and it just is insane and it is 12.01 that siren that you hear in the background is our daily tornado test it happens every day at 12.01 i am so sorry did not look at the time before i started to record so i'm glad our sirens are working <laughs> but i wasn't really looking around to see what was around me or who was in the area um when we would go shopping on the weekends i'd have squatch and he would always take care of little man because little man sits on the passenger side of the vehicle and i've got bug right behind me on the driver's side so i only had to worry about one child and i could really pay attention more to what was going on and having the two of us there especially squatch since he's gigantic <laughs> um people don't people like tend to give him a wide berth which is really nice so it's been cold, but when I don't have to worry about the two littles with me when I've got Squatch, it's a lot easier to be aware. That being said, when you are focusing on situational awareness about, about seeing what's going on in my periphery, what's going on there, what's going on down the block, you know, when I'm doing like a near middle far scan of my surroundings, it's not easy to do. So two weeks ago, I went to the chiropractor for a presentation on sensory issues and how neurology comes into play and how chiropractic can help with that. I had bug with me. And as I left, I realized there's no streetlights outside of his office. He's, he's located in another little town. So I quickly made my way out to the truck. Um, and as I walked out the, the front door of his office, I did hit, hit the remote start because it was chilly. So I wanted to make sure it was a little bit warm. And... I always I always wait until I get right by my vehicle. Always done this to do the beep beep to unlock. And I opened Bug's door and I could hear voices all of a sudden. So I immediately locked the car, locked the truck. Um, and I got him buckled in as fast as I could and shut the door. And I just took a step back and I looked around. Like I looked behind me because it was difficult to figure out where these voices were coming from. And then I just slowly went to the back of the truck and peeked around. And the VFW is down the block, which I didn't know it was my first time there. I don't know what's in the area. Um, and there were two men sitting, they were standing next to a truck and they were talking. So I was able, I realized, okay, they're, they're talking as they're getting into the truck. And then I just walked up to the front door of my truck, unlocked, got in, locked it again and drove away. So as much as I hate this phrase, I've decided my new normal will be to unlock the vehicle to get the kids in. And as soon as one of those doors is open, it's getting locked up again. I mean, safety, safety is key. And actually the other day I just had little man and we were at Walmart and it was starting to like do the icy rain. So I said, Hey kiddo, mom's going to open up the back of the truck and you get to climb in and go in. And when I say truck, it's an expedition. So truck, SUV car, whatever you want to call it. We, it's like a giant truck to us. So and he thought it was so cool because he got to climb in the back and over the seats and get into his spot. And as soon as he was in, locked the doors. <laughs> now, I've always been a bit obsessive when it comes to locking the doors in my vehicle. Um, at the gas station, I open up the door, lock them, keys in my pocket <laughs> while I'm pumping gas. I've seen those videos, I mean, and I've been doing this before those videos have started coming out of showing someone just standing there, they're right next to the, the, the tank and it's pumping and they're not 
They're like twiddling their thumbs, looking up at the sky. And someone comes in the passenger seat, steals her purse, wallet, whatever they got there, you know. I've I've never done that. I've always been the person to walk around the vehicle, I'll look at the tires. Um, if one of, if the windows are dirty, I'll make sure that they get cleaned up. But I'm also paying attention to what's going on around me. You know, are people coming in and out? Is there someone just sitting there? I mean, I've gotten, I've gone to gas stations before and if there's a questionable looking vehicle or just a person standing next to that pump, if there's only like the one pump available, I won't park there and I will just keep on, I will keep on driving until I find another gas station. Um, also don't wait until the tank lights start flickering saying, hi, you guys are, you're going empty. Um, my dad's always like instilled it in me that when you get to a quarter tank left, fill up. Now in the winter, especially up here when it gets really cold, I'm filling up at half a tank. <laughs> for me, a half tank is a regular tank, I guess for most people, it's about four. 14, 15 gallons. So yeah, I do not take chances on running out of gas. The one thing that I've noticed though, is I'm going to pick up like one of the small one gallon gas cans. I'll leave it in the back and God forbid there be some reason that I run out of gas. I can take that with me to the gas station and fill up. It's going to be easier to carry that small thing than the big five gallon one, especially if I've got the boys with me. And again, I'm not going to be carrying a big old five-gallon gas can back full of gas because that's going to be really heavy and awkward. Now, th the last thing that I'm going to bring up today, because this is going to, I'm going to be covering this a lot going forward because it, it's important to hear and important to learn about situational awareness. And especially as I'm focusing on it myself, I'm I'm learning a lot. So you will be getting regular check-ins from me on what I'm learning and things I've been doing, not necessarily wrong, but that I could be doing better. Situational awareness isn't just about taking off those blinders and looking. It's being aware of what your gut is saying. Is your gut recoiling, telling you that turning down that street, making that left hand is a bad idea? Your subconscious is noticing something that you, your eyes are not actually seeing in that moment. So, Next time that happens, try turning right instead of left or vice versa, go straight, whatever it is, you know. Um, see what happens when you listen to your body. So a great example for me is I know when I go down to Illinois and I go to the suburbs, I get tense. And Squatch and I actually noticed this back when we were living in the suburbs and we would go out to the lake. We'd get past Rockford on 20 and just breathe a sigh of relief, like the shoulder, like you could actually see us visibly relax. Our shoulders would drop. We were taking deeper, slower, calmer breaths. Because <laughs> um, we were just, we weren't around all the, the craziness. And nowadays, when we go down, usually we're going right to the lake. So none of this tenseness. But if we're going to the suburbs, as we get towards Madison, I can feel, I, I feel myself start to get tight and tense. And it eases up a little bit once we pass Rockford. Then it starts up again as we get close to Elgin. And like you're constantly on alert. It's 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 very uncomfortable. <laughs> like you're on alert. You're you're defensive. And it's really interesting to notice that, especially since we've been living out more rural, when we get to those highly populated areas, that alertness really kicks in. So knowing that for me is huge. 
because there's just something about being around this giant mess of humanity. My body does not enjoy it. And it tells me. And based on how things used to be when we lived in the suburbs and we'd leave to go out to the country, out to the lake to Galena, it's not healthy. It that it's 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 common. I don't know if it's just us or if, if it's more people. If you've run into this, let me know because it's very uncomfortable and not fun. <laughs> but to bring us to a conclusion, like I said, for now, because I'm gonna be coming be I'm gonna keep coming back to this because it's it's really important. So I'm just gonna tell you right now, take off your blinders. Look around you, start using your peripheral vision and like looking to see what's happening, like just back here where you can kind of make it out. Actually see your surroundings for once and listen to what your gut is saying. It's not going to be easy. It, even for me, it's not easy. And I worked in a job where I had to be situationally aware for six years. <laughs> but if you keep it up, it's going to be second nature before you know it. <laughs>